Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. And joining us now, rejoining us is Karen Savell, who's a leader of the Federation of Jewish Philanthropy. She has been back and forth in missions to Israel since October 7th. She's very much on the ground here. She personally attends a lot of these hearings and meetings, and I asked her to come on the show to give us an update on what's going on. Karen Savell, welcome back to the Lisa Wexler Show today. Hi. Hi, Lisa. It's nice to be back. Well, thank you. So we were talking. I wish we were talking about something else, but it's nice to be back. I know what you mean. I but I think that because you've been attending these meetings first person, and I haven't, that you can give us an idea what what's going on and where is it going on and and what's it about. Just start with us. What's happening? Well, we have the the um, the horrible label of being the first Connecticut city to have passed. One of, one of these ceasefire resolutions, Bridgeport was, and really what it is, is that it's, um, it's a ceasefire um, that puts the onus of the war on Israel and uh, equates the work of with Israel defending itself as a country. It's a heinous resolution. It is hate-filled, and it is being challenged all across the United States. Some, some of the places, some of the cities are passing it. Some of the cities are not passing it. Some of the mayors uh, don't, want, don't want to do it. Most of the city councils don't have the stomach for this sort of thing. And, and of course, the bottom line is that it's not the business of the city council to be getting involved in international affairs. Well, that is so obviously self-evident that one would think it needs to be said again and again, which creates for me the question, Karen Savelle, why are they getting involved in international affairs? Where's this coming from? You know, it's a coordinated effort, and it's a, it's, it's a nasty coordinated effort across the country. They're putting in young city council members, first-timers, and this is the first bill that they are putting forth, is this resolution for a ceasefire. This is a coordinated attempt, and after they get enough cities together, then they can go up to the state house and say, look, look at all the cities in Connecticut. You've been reading Israel wrong. They're the bad guys. And then the governor takes a look and says, maybe I am reading this wrong. Look at all these cities that have passed this. And, and then he goes up to the White House and said, what are you hearing? So it's a plan to sort of shift public opinion, um, because the, the resolution itself is filled with, I would say, inaccuracies. They're, they're lies, filled with those things. And so um, in Bridgeport, 
uh, the Federation and the Jewish community as a whole was not called in to even take a look at this until one day before it was coming on to be to be um, heard in the city council. And we tried very hard. I tried very hard, you know, from the Federation standpoint, because we represent the 25,000 Jews in Fairfield County. And um, we tried very hard to get this thing removed from the agenda. Um, but they did not have the summit for it, I have to tell you. Um, the, um, Islamic, the, the Islamic Center down in Bridgeport, you know, came out in full force. They bust people in from Hartford. There was over 300 of them there. I think at the time there were 15 members of the Jewish community there, including two rabbis. Um, people were, uh, frankly, Lisa, people were afraid for their lives. Um, it was a mob scene, and it ended very poorly. Um, and then, but it did give us time after that to regroup and figure out our strategy. And two weeks ago, we appeared, I appeared before the city council and began the battle to have this removed and rescinded. And I had to have a police escort out to my car. Why? I mean, they had to stop the Why? proceedings Why four times. Why? Why did you have to have Well, it? I was the main one of the speakers, and um, they were they were behind me yelling, you know, get death to Jews, death to Israel, Zionist. I mean, yelling, 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 and they death would, you know, Jews? bang the gavel. They were yelling yeah, well, they were right behind Jews? me. Hard to tell if they were saying death to Jews or death to you. Hard to tell, but they were behind me, and we were significantly numbered. Um, I had letters from community members who were there that night who said that it was absolutely the scariest night of their lives. And so I was grateful for the Bridgeport um, for the Bridgeport Police Department. I still am. They made sure that I got to my car safely because it was scary. But, you know, then two weeks later, we came back again this past week on February the 20th, and we had had significant conversations with the city council members. I met one-on-one -on -one with many of them. And we had a couple of the rabbis from the community wrote to the Islamic Center, and I know that the city council themselves were bombarded with letters just saying that you have to keep decorum in the city council chamber. You cannot let this go on, and people can't be afraid of their lives. And so we went once again and spoke once again. But in the interim of meeting with city council members, we also had the opportunity to meet with a, with a city council member who offered to put in a resolution to rescind the first one. Now, that makes us the first in the country to do that. And it was filed this week and was on the agenda on Monday night. We had about 200 of us there, which was great. I felt very safe that night. And I spoke for the, for, um, for the bill to rescind the initial resolution. But I also added a caveat that we would be willing as a community to sit down with the Muslim community and prepare some type of resolution that simply asked for peace, yeah, that didn't point fingers and didn't lie, but just asked for peace. Right. And that's where we are right now. Well, that sounds, you know, very American, right? Doesn't it? I mean, it sounds like... I think it is American. I mean, the, you know, the United States just vetoed a ceasefire at the UN for the third time. You know, this is this is the American values that we hold. And um, we were very disappointed at the city council meeting when the mayor did not take up the resolution. Mm. He ignored it and they closed session. Um, perhaps we will have a, a different outcome when we meet again on March the 4th, because the election for mayor will be over by then. Yeah. And we'll know who the new mayor is or if it's the same mayor. And uh, perhaps he will take it out, you know, take it on then. If he doesn't, then we move on to the next plan. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? 
Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I think the difference is, and I feel strongly about this, is that, you know, as Jews, um, all of us, if not most of us, uh, remember or read or understand what happened during World War II and what, what happened to the Jews. And, and quite frankly, and, and I know this is a stark thing to say, but we're not walking to the boxcars this time. We're no just way. not. No way. And I think that... Not happening. Yeah. Not. No, not. I think that they were all, this is the comments I got, they were stunned that the Jewish community... And made such a big stink about this. And they're still stunned about it. And when 200 of us walked into the city council, everybody was stunned. But they came from all over the Federation footprint um, to show support. So that's where we are. Um, and we're hoping that they hear it on March the 4th. Who knows? You know, you just you don't know. I'm not a municipal you know, election person, so I really don't know where that lies. But hopefully he'll pick up the resolution and we'll move from there. When you say, you know, know, it's interesting. Yeah, go ahead. I'm chatting with Karen Savelle, head of Federation of Jewish Philanthropies. Uh, Carmen Lopez, who's been on our show, a very esteemed, admired, I personally admire her a lot, former uh, judge, former Superior Court judge, retired now. She heard what happened to her. Yeah, I should have her on the show and ask her. Uh, Apparently, I'm looking at this Connecticut Post uh, report, uh, she sort of dared to speak and was shouted down about this, right? She was booed off and and she, yep, she was booed off and also said she was afraid for her life. I mean, it was a terrible situation the first time. I had one of the rabbis said he would never come back because he was too afraid. Um, and uh, we had lawyers Was there intimation of violence? I mean, when you say afraid, was there, was there any kind of menacing going on or just a lot of shouting? What do you mean by afraid? So if you look at your phone or the TV and you see these marches that that people are doing where they're, you know, they have the flags and they're yelling and their faces are covered and it's scary, but it's on your phone. Try being in the middle of it. Mm. I mean, that's what it was. That's how they were dressed. They, I mean, I never saw flags waved like that in a council chamber. I never knew that that would be allowed. And frankly, uh, two weeks ago when we appeared, Lisa, they began the meeting with a reading from the Quran. Come on. And I thought, are you, are you kidding me? And then they had another pastor, Pastor Bennett, who is just, I mean, he hates us. There's no other word for it. He just hates us. I mean, he got up there and, and made a hateful opening prayer. And then they started the city council meeting, and I stood up. And I said, excuse me, there are two rabbis here. We'd like a, a blessing of our own. Oh, my goodness. You know, more of the blessings. Most of it feels weird. So, you know, it was better this past week. It was quiet. 
Nobody yelled at anybody. Um, when our people spoke, uh, and we had three of us only, and they had seven. And that's another issue for a whole other thing is why they continue to get more speakers than we do. But um, so our crowd, you know, cheered and clapped after we spoke, as did theirs. And there was no heckling and there was no yelling. So I was very grateful for that, you know, um, and everybody got to say what they were going to say. But the mayor, in no way was he going to entertain this resolution before his election. But it's not going away. And we're not going away. That's much more important. We are not going away. And we are excited and looking forward to being able to sit down with the Muslim community. Listen, Lisa, for years, decades, the Federation has been supporting the Muslim community, 100%. whether it's with our dollars my old or with rabbi, our may, My old rabbi may rest in peace. So I don't know if you knew Rabbi Israel Stein of Congregation Modef Shalom, a blessed memory. One of his best friends was a local imam, and they were always in our temple. Always. In Bridgeport, right. by the way. Always. You know, we, we run a program called Dignity Grows, which um, fights period poverty. And, and young Muslim women, they do not have the products they need when it's that time of the month. And we would supply them to everyone every month. And so that stopped, by the way. We're not doing that. We can't go into the community. So they, we had, you know, I was talking about it this morning. We had a wonderful working relationship as a community. And when they put forth this ceasefire, what they got was a community war. It was the exact opposite. And frankly, you know, I, I know that they're you know, pushing for a ceasefire in the Middle East. They can't even get a ceasefire in, in Bridgeport. Okay, Karen Stunning. Isabel, thank you very much for coming on to report this. And uh, we appreciate your perspective and point of view. And thank you for keeping us up to date on all of this. Anytime, Lisa. We're in it. We're in it, and we're not backing down. Okay. Karen Savell from Federation of Jewish Philanthropies on the Lisa Wexler Show. We'll be right back. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com.